That was Elizabeth Hepburn with Children of Light. Welcome to Let's Find Out. The focus of this program is to have our hearts open to a universal, united, kind, loving, and forgiving planet. We've entered into a new decade and a new energy form, the transformational 20s. Let's all begin to strengthen the new energies on the planet, strengthen your intuition, and strive to live a peaceful existence, free from fear. What strategies, prayers, meditations, and exercise can you use to tap into the higher realms and receive messages from your departed loved ones, creating a higher vibration of living? When we are upset and confused, where can we find the answers? How can we know which path to take? The answers are here on Let's Find Out, with our spiritually focused format and guests. Each episode includes Elizabeth Joyce's weekly stargazing report, a guided healing meditation, as well as Ascension music by Richard Schulman. The purpose of every broadcast is to raise your personal vibration. Now it's time for tonight's program, Let's Find Out, with Elizabeth Joyce. Good evening. This is Elizabeth Joyce, and this is the last weekend in January, so we're really into 2022. And tonight, I thought that we would talk about February onward, and we'll do this a little at a time. I just did two shows that uh, did the entire year with astrology, so I we walk hand in hand through the year. Now I'm switching over to gearing up for some wild changes, because this year we will have wild changes. It is a call-in show, and um, I'll get the number in a minute, but I would love you to call in if you want to talk about what you're feeling that's happening with you pertaining to this subject. Um, so we're going to talk talk about what's happening 
from in the month of February and onward into March and April. And then next week, we'll talk about more. So the number to call in is 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888-627-6008. But meanwhile, I'd like to take a half a minute at least for everyone to pray for Frank St. James. He's not feeling well. I'm very concerned about him. And he's a wonderful person with a wonderful psychic gift. So let's have a moment of silence. Everyone send Frank all the love you could muster up. Frank St. James, and he's in New Jersey. And hopefully he may be on next week. I can't promise, but I'm going to try. This is Elizabeth Joyce. And from February onward, you will feel an energetic change. The karmic nodes have moved from Gemini Sagittarius, which have represented freedom, travel, and the mind, into Scorpio and Taurus, which is beauty and the heart. They changed on January 18th, which was about a week, a little more than a week ago. And you will really start to feel it as we enter February. It's a much more condensed, streamlined, cutting-edge energy. Preparing for what we want to experience, as well as letting go of friends and people who zap your energy. It's time to really cut back. It's time to you, for you to clean out closets and drawers, get rid of anything that you no longer need, donate it to the Goodwill, sell it, take it to the shops that uh, will resell it for you, do whatever you can. People are weeding out and clearing out their space, making focused efforts to bring into their lives that which they want to experience. Being able to plan, to strategize, and to move forward in a totally new way. This is very prominent, and you figure this out with your mind. And then with your heart, you put your heart into your focus, and you move ahead. To plan... Excuse me, I'm sorry. I want you to begin to plan, and I want you to journal. Journal the next week, the first week in February. See it in your mind, what you want to create, and then begin to experience it. We are beginning to comprehend that we are living our lives in a brand new way. The new world is already here. We just haven't been able to completely clear out the old, same old, same old, dark energies yet, but we are doing it. You should have a new understanding of any parts of your life that have tended to swing back and forth. One day I'm behind with what I want to accomplish. The next day I'm ahead with everything far out and none of it has anything to do with what I was doing yesterday. This is very common to have the North Node in Gemini and the South Node in Sag. You're all over the place. 
You're wanting a piece of everything. You chatter, you write, and you feel that life is limitless. I want what I want when I want it without regards of consequences. Already, within two weeks, all that has changed. There is no limitless list here. We have to focus now and hunker down. We are learning that we cannot be scattered anymore. We can no longer go about living in the old ways. If you have to go about your world, similar to 2021, then you have made some adjustments elsewhere. If you still have a difficult path to walk in 2022, and many people still do, then you have to make some adjustments. I know that I have so much in front of me right now that I have to take on an assistant. I did not really want to do that. I've never had to do that. But things are getting so backlogged that no longer can I do it. I cannot continue to burn the candle at both ends. I'm chief cook and bottle washer and everything else here. So this is part of what I'm talking about. Write the journal and then put it away and bring it out in May and look at it and see if you have the same focus in May that you had the first week in February of 2022. After January 18th, and certainly by February 3rd, that's Thursday, and that's when Mercury goes direct, we can see what mistakes we've made, where we went off our path in the last two years, and give them the bum's rush. OMG, I have to do everything. I'm always in such a rush. I cannot let this time pass without doing everything I've needed to do in order to move forward. Remember, I have called 2022 the year of action. Well, not only is it the year of action where we're planning our future, where we're standing in one place and we're focused, it's also the year that we have to hunker down and we have to sparingly have a budget and we have to just take care of what we have to take care of, not create any more debt, not buy anything outstandingly irrelevant and move forward to that which we need to create. So whenever Jupiter and Saturn come together, and they do this every 20 years, and they started to do this at the beginning of 2020, and again in 2021, that is the ending of the past and setting in on a new long-term relationship, a career, a marriage, we go about life, there's four cycles of 20 years, perhaps, maybe five, if you live long enough. And with all the new technology that we have available now, we need to understand what 20 years means, where it fits in our long-term relevance. We need to have a keen understanding of what we don't want to do for the next 20 years. If you have a job that you don't like or enjoy, if that doesn't feel good and you've made sure that you're not in self-sabotage, then it's time to make a change. This is Elizabeth Joyce, and we do have a caller. Her name is Laura. She's from Utah. 
I love to have somebody from Utah. How are you, Laura? I'm really good. What can I do for you? Well, I'm just curious about the nodes, how they apply to my chart. I have never called into anything before. Well, I don't, I don't have your chart. I know your March. Um, and right now, you're having some luck with Jupiter. Jupiter is in Pisces, and so is Neptune. So perhaps you're feeling more creative, and it's your lucky time until mid-May. Uh-huh. Well, that Do you sounds know good. Do you know your rising sign, Laura? Uh, my rising sign is Gemini, and I know that my um, Scorpio is my moon sign. <clears throat> and my husband is... Your rising sign is Gemini? Gemini, yes. So the nodes move backwards, and it's moving to your 11th house and your 5th house. So that's working with people, socializing more getting out, meeting people who can help you grow. Where are you in Utah? Uh, I'm in Mount Pleasant. It's out kind of in the country. <clears throat> okay. That uh, sounds good to me. <laughs> do you get out much? Do you get out to see people? Um, not as much as I'd like, but I think I can do more of it. <laughs> I think you need to plan to do more of it, especially this month, because this is going to be a very interesting month. It sounds like things are really changing. They are. I'm, I'm very Jupiter, fascinated Jupiter, with this return. Jupiter and Saturn came together in 2021 and 2022. The last time they will come together is in October of this year. And that is a few weeks before the midterm elections. So it's really going to affect everybody. Have to see what that happens. But in your case, in October, you should be well on your way to meeting different people, perhaps changing jobs and feeling very good about your life because it's going to change. You just have to be open oh, to that will be offered to you. I didn't hear sounds what you good. said. That just okay. sounds good. <laughs> good. Focus on what you want, journal it, and picture it already happening, and you will have a good year, Laura. Thank you for calling. Let's find out. Thank you, Elizabeth. And before I continue with this, I think that what we should do is listen to your weekly cosmic tip, because there's some things in there that you need to hear about what's going on this week. I'll be back after the message. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com. And now it's time for your weekly cosmic tip. Hello, this is Elizabeth Joyce with your Stargaze Report. We go January 31st through February 6th, 2022. The quality of time in February brings up an ongoing topic again. Once more, the conflicting poles belonging to individuality must be sounded out. The impetus for this is currently strong emphasis on two zodiac signs, Capricorn and Aquarius. The Aquarius new moon on February 1st is conjunct Saturn and squares Uranus and Taurus. We already know the dynamics of this aspect pattern well enough. 
One side would like to sweep away everything existing in order and open up to new and progressive ideas, while the other wants everything to remain the way it always has been. Same old, same old. The quality of time is still quite unstable and could bring surprising and upsetting developments. In this unsettled field of oscillating poles, however, a new keynote becomes audible because it becomes possible again to focus on this chaotic energy and thus create a stable basis for future developments. The ordering of what's already in place, Saturn forces, seem to be stronger now than the forces of disintegration. This upcoming year will be one where we can build a better future by focusing on our community and commonality instead of that which divides us. Since water rules our emotions, we do have to watch out for people who seek power by playing the victim card. With the new moon on February 1st, we are entering into the Chinese year of the tiger, the water tiger. Take it easy Monday morning under a serious moon in Capricorn. The life-giving sun is challenging, blow everything up Uranus, and it's not a great time for forcing any issues. By Tuesday, the moon has moved into friendly Aquarius, and it will lighten the mood. Thank goodness. Tuesday kicks off the start of the Lunar New Year, which in Chinese tradition is the year of the water tiger, the black water tiger. Water, water everywhere, and not drop to drink. Water elements help to calm down and defang the predatory nature of this beautiful animal, which adds a spirit of compassion and sensitivity to your ambitions. Tuesday's moon in Aquarius conjuncts Saturn, providing us with an abundance of determination. Wednesday's lunar conjunction with Jupiter and sextiling Mars brings gumption, courage, enthusiasm, and a fighting spirit. These positive vibes continue on Thursday with the moon's romantic conjunction on ethereal Neptune, and this brings new inspiration and creativity. Mercury ends his retrograde cycle on Thursday the 3rd, so now all those retrograde planets that have been annoying us are now moving forward, and it's time for you to get moving in fresh and new directions. At the same time, the moon and Neptune are conjunct in Pisces, and just a few hours later, the conjunction of the Sun and Saturn becomes exact. This quality of time enables and encourages meditation and contemplation. Think about where you're going. You might have to revise your plans and then have the courage to move forward as Mercury turns direct. Allow yourself a moment on this day to listen to the inner voice in silence and realign yourself. For some of you, there will be new impulses calling for activity. Mars in Capricorn squares Chiron in Aries on February 6th and trines Uranus and Taurus on the 8th. Authentic action should now bring surprising results. Overcome your inner resistances and get into action, because this year it will be worth it. Friday closes the work week with an incredible strong conjunction with the Sun and Saturn, which is boosted by Mars sextile to Jupiter. This energy brings you strong confidence in a positive flow and is off the charts. Saturday is a bit of a lazy day and it might be difficult to get things off the ground. However, it's a wonderful day for building and bonding in your relationships. Sunday ends the week with some grumpy vibes. Make some popcorn and hot cocoa, find a movie, and just let yourself 
relax, and let go. You'll be glad you did. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Visions of Reality. The website is new-visions.com. If you'd like to make a call to ask a question or book some time with me, the 24-hour answering service is 201-934-8986. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. And now it's time to get back to tonight's program with Elizabeth Joyce. Hi, this is Elizabeth Joyce, and we're back, and we're talking about the month of February 2022, how the astrology is affecting us, and where it belongs and fits in long-term relevance for you and your life. And I do have a couple of callers, so we'll, we'll take Julie from North Carolina. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hi, Miss Elizabeth. Nice speaking to you again. I've talked to you so much now, I feel like I'm getting to really know you. <laughs> well, we have a uh, huh? Have a minute. Not too long. Okay. All right. What do you see for people with Pisces rising with Taurus in the third house and Scorpio in the ninth house for this year? And what the is that for house, them? The third house, ninth house, is spiritual growth, education, some travel, and a lot of communication, short-term tr trips and, and things like that. Also, the third house rules your siblings and your oldest son. So you'll have uh, issues surrounding those people. And that's what the third house, ninth house is. But basically, the third house, ninth house for the next two years will help you grow spiritually and will lead you to the heart and out of the mind. And that's good, Julie. So you should have a very inspiring time. Thank okay. you for calling. Thank you for calling. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay, bye. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out, and we have Noah from Philadelphia. How are you, Noah? Noah? Would you believe Noah dropped? Okay. Noah dropped. Well, Noah is no longer with us, so it's time for us to change, especially with Jupiter in Pisces. It's moved away from Saturn, the giving and expanding planet, which is Jupiter, and it's time for you to imagine big. Pisces is moving fast. Things are floating away, and you will become more aware of this in mid-May as Jupiter moves into Aries. So this is the time where we dream and create and write down what we want to accomplish. And then when Jupiter moves into Aries in May, it starts to all manifest. Every single time we have a change, there's always a couple of months breathing space. So on November 19th, 2021, we had the full moon in Scorpio. And that's when we had an eclipse. So that's really when the old ways finished and we were preparing for the nodes to change in January, November, December, January. They changed in January and by the time we get to March, they'll really be in effect on the world. So you may say, holy moly, I did it. Now during the summer months, you will be given the opportunity to begin again. It's almost like a second chance, but it's really your last chance. 
to trust the universe, to let go of what you need to, to love the process, to trust in all that this is bringing to you, and that's where you want to be. Because we have to have the courage to let go of jobs that we no longer want, to let go of people that are dragging us down, and to move on to our soul journey, our path, what we are dreaming about. Perhaps to bring out some wonderful new talents, new growth, new people. It's very exciting. Many, many of us have relocated and moved in the last two years. And many, many of us have left jobs and started new ones or been promoted one or the other. And that's always good. So now it's time to really sit and meditate and journal and create that which you want to bring into process. Now let's get back into the moment. February of 2022 could be a bit uncomfortable. It will become almost impossible to do the things that you're not meant to do. I had that experience over Thanksgiving because I had COVID and I had had a doctor. I moved to New Hampshire and I had this doctor that had lied to me. And this doctor had told me that they were affiliated with Concord Hospital and I found out that they weren't and several other things. And I wanted to get the antibodies so that I could cure COVID, but I had to change doctors. So I got rid of the one in New London and I got one right here in Warner, which is wonderful. However, when you take the antibodies, you have to take them within a certain amount of days. So I missed the ability to take them. I got over it, but it was very fascinating to watch it because I knew that the antibodies were from other people that had had COVID and that's how they give you the, the antibodies and then you fight the disease. That's what they are. Well, I decided later that spirit really didn't want me to have those antibodies, that I was going to be fine without them. And when I did that, I had to laugh because it made me realize how the universe works, how energy works, and that you can't do something that the energies feel are not good for you. So this month, it will be uncomfortable and it will be impossible to do the things that you're not meant to do. And I had a woman last week call me up for a reading and tell me she was going to go back to her job, that she was a nurse in a nursing home. She proceeded to tell me that she hated her job. And I, I had already started to tell her that she wasn't going back to that job, that she would not be able to, and that she would have to find something inside of her that would grow and manifest into something more beautiful. Actually, I did see her in another line of work. And it was very interesting because she does have the talent that we talked about. She just has to develop it. So this takes courage and backbone and decisions. And the decision that you make is going to be yours. It's going to be on your soul. And you will make the right one for you. And the universe will support you in whatever the changes are. You are leaving the I've got to do everything 
taste everything on the menu, see every new movie, meet every important person in town, especially with this last Mercury retrograde. And Mercury comes out of retrograde on Thursday, February 3rd. In With the Gemini and Sagittarian nodes, we had to go everywhere, go to every store in the mall, go see every floor on the skyscraper, begin new projects, but never finish them. And that's what we've been doing with the North Node in Gemini. It's scattered energy. Scatter here, scatter there. I moved from Philadelphia to Texas, and I moved from Texas to New Hampshire, all over the place. It was exhausting, but it was good. Now that the North Node has moved into Taurus, which was just two weeks ago, bringing in a totally new energy and a totally new focus. However, the overreaching aspects of Gemini's North Node may linger on and last a bit through February because everything overlaps. But the feeling should be gone by March. So you'll be still scattered a little bit. But as you stop and you meditate and you begin to focus, you'll find that things will change. Even in your mind, if you can say, I no longer can do this, I really need to bring myself something else, the phone could ring and it could be another offer or another opportunity. And that's where we're going to have to have that Scorpio courage, that Scorpio stability, and you know they can be ruthless. You have to be able to let go of what you have to let go of to move into the new. So the Scorpio will give you the strength to do that. Thoughts can become a habit. So take a look at some of your worn out thoughts now and begin to allow them to dissipate. Don't allow them to overcome you. Breathe in and let them go on the out breath. Breathe in. Give the thought of I let this go. You no longer need them because you're on a new road. I'll tell you what I did this last week. I lay down on my bed and I started to do some breathing work and working on the chakras. And I thought I choose to release any after effects that having COVID has given to me. I release them and let them go and bring my body back into perfect alignment. And I'm telling you, it worked. I have more energy. I'm feeling stronger every day. And it's interesting how thoughts can help you to eliminate that which you no longer need. I want you to believe in it because it's absolutely true. Okay, what can we focus on? What can we bring into being in February? This is very important for you, for your manifestation. Call in and let me know. Call in. We're going to take a break. And if you call in, I can pick up your call after the half hour. We're at 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888-627-6008. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com. And I'll be back after this. Now more than ever, you need Elizabeth Joyce's Sanitizing Healing Spray. It clears and cleans viruses and germs. 
and it helps to prevent spreading those viruses and germs. Elizabeth's Sanitizing Healing Spray contains frankincense and sandalwood. You spray it as generously and as often as you need. You can order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. Elizabeth Joyce's Elixir Tea is really a healing tea. It's blended according to Ayurvedic principles and the chanting of Sanskrit mantras. So it assures a deep cellular healing, relief that flows from within. So drink Elizabeth's Healing Tea before you meditate. Order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. You're listening to Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com, Station 1. If Internet Radio has a name, it's BBS Radio, the number one live Internet talk radio on the planet. It's Let's Find Out. An honored guest come every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you'd like to call in and ask a question, dial toll-free, 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888 888- 627-6008. If you're just tuning in and would like to hear this show in its entirety tomorrow, you can download it at the archive link at bbsradio.com forward slash let's find out. Remember, if it's not mainstream, it's on BBS Radio. So now, let's find out with host Elizabeth Joyce. No more questions, please. No more tests Comes the day you say what for Please, no more They disappoint, they disappear, they die, but they don't They disappoint and turn, I fear, forgive, though they won't No more riddles No more jests No more curses you can't undo Left by fathers you never knew No more quests No more feeling Time to shut the door Just no more Running away, let's do it Free from the ties that bind No more despair or burdens to bear Out there in the yonder Running away, go to it Where did you have in mind? Have to take care, unless there's a where You'll always be wandering blind Just more questions Different kind Where are we to go? Where are we ever to go? Running away, let's do it Why sit around, resign? Trouble is son, the farther you run The more you feel undefined For what you have left undone 
what you've left behind. We disappoint, we leave a mess, we die, but we don't. We disappoint and turn, I guess, forget, though we won't. Like father, like son. No more giants waging war. And we just pursue our lives with our children and our wives till that happy day arrives. How do you ignore all the witches, all the curses, all the wolves, all the lies, all the chronic, ironic reverses, all the wandering, but even worse is still in Well, that was Mandy Patinkin, and I have loved Mandy Patinkin and his music for years. And that song was no more, helping us to remember that there's a lot we have to let go to allow the new world and new changes to come in. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out, and I have another caller, Tom, from Austin. Hello, Tom. How are you? Elizabeth, I'm fine. Thank you for okay. Have your- a have a, uh, have a, have a uh, what appears to be a concern with uh, the currency and the Federal Reserve and U.S. Treasury and the debt. I wanted to know what what do you see with the price of silver in February? <laughs> I see that the uh, gold and silver, plutonium, whatever whatever you're choosing to buy will be more important in 23 than this year. But, of course, it's good to accumulate it. And we are going to come after our money. I explained that last week, Tom. You can download the two shows I did the week before last and last week, which covers a lot of that. There's good information there for you. It's in the the archives. Okay? Okay. Okay, so 2023 on silver. Okay, thanks. 23 and 2024 will be very difficult years on this planet. And this is the year okay. to take action. With get the currency. Okay. Okay. Make sure, make sure you have water too, Tom. Okay. I'll, I can get water. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Okay. That's fine. Sure. Okay. Great show. Great show. Thanks. This is Elizabeth Joyce. And as I told Tom, we do have the archives from last week and the week before that took us through 2022. And now what I'm doing is trying to take you through month by month as best I can. So let's get back to February. 
If you have planets in your chart at early or late Gemini, Sag, at early or late Taurus or Scorpio, then this energy will become more personal for you. The process of vulnerability or a certain aim will begin to come together and it's going to probably be life-altering for you, whatever decisions you make. Also, it's likely to become long-term. It's not very avoidable, especially with people with planets in the area that I just told you. We are dealing with destiny. We are dealing with karma. And we are dealing with long-term momentum. If you want specific information, my website is new-visions.com and you can sign up for a half-hour reading with me or you can sign up for a karmic reading where you'll get everything by email. I would love to do that for you. Again, it's new-visions.com. There will be a loosening up as we go through the month of February. The kinks and knots that have been in your life will become straightened out and loosened and things will begin to move along towards your new life and you'll get urges and you'll have dreams and you'll have thoughts and the thoughts will bring an energy with them that will help you move forward. February brings you to the point where problems will begin to smooth out a bit. It's just an adjustment period. Don't shy away from new opportunities. And don't be over-anxious or concerned as you move ahead. Trust the process. Trust the universe. Look towards accomplishing any changes that you want to make now. It's a supportive time to begin the changes that are upcoming for you. So you're going to find support in your own decisions, in your family, in whoever you work for, whatever you want to do, as long as you focus on it and visualize it and see it happening. I don't want negative stuff, I just want success. Visualize your success. Remember, it's an adjustment period. I don't think things are going to stay the same this month. We won't come out of February into March and April with a similar mindset as we have now. That's why I asked you to journal what, where you are now, what you're hoping to achieve, Put it away and bring it out at the end of the summer and read it and see what happens. Look at the notes and watch what happens. We are entering into the year of the water tiger, which begins this month, the Chinese year of the tiger, which promises not to bring us rest and relaxation. We have to face things deliberately and quickly we can no longer afford to wait it out. No more slow-moving situations that you may find yourself in. Do not move recklessly or rushed or push matters inappropriately. You need to be precise and you need to benefit based on your thoughts and your actions, based on the inner world that you created. You've done this in the past. You know how to do it. The difference is whether this will be a big fumble or whether this will be a masterful navigation of a super, super crucial period, the ending of an era. Think of where you were 20 years ago. Think of where you are now. You went through 20 years and you may have made some significant life 
life-altering changes. I certainly did. I did it in my 18th year. And now I'm in a different location, in a different place. And I'm starting to contemplate that, which I would like to do. Best move I ever made. I just trusted the universe and I went for it. And I'm not sorry. So there's something to be considered in February. There should be some contingencies in one life. Your strategies and motions are going to be set into place. And that depends on what your focus is. And you may have to have a plan B. So many things are pressurized right now and inflated and people are burned out. So full of effort and full of dark, non-universal energy, human energy, pushy, expansive, wanting everything yesterday, dark mentality and mantras and philosophies are coming through now because that is the energy that needs to break. The energy needs to be broken and the energy needs to dissipate, but it cannot be broken and dissipate until you recognize it. I want you all to know that in February there is a fragility, a kind of stress or strain based on machinery and infrastructure. There was a huge bridge that crashed in Pittsburgh last week. And unfortunately, I feel we're going to be seeing more of that. Things that we have been putting off for so long. Oh, well, it'll be all right. We'll get it fixed someday. Remember, I said we can't do that anymore. Factories, human energy. And we're at the end of those thoughts. Having air conditioning and auto automation has helped change that everything for the better along the way since we began the Industrial Revolution. But many schools and learning centers do not have a good airflow. So we rush to produce using automation faster and faster and faster. But what happens is suddenly the, the cogs stop functioning. If the factories become unmanned or one part or several machines are not working anymore, this can throw everything into a spin. Coming right out of this particular Mercury retrograde, the energies can go one of two ways. Either there will be a new level of productivity coming through, or there could be a complete change of what is being produced. And we will see the shortages in 2023. The wear and tear that we have relied on breaks down and comes to a halt. The spiritual lesson here is that we don't want to become completely reliant on one thing because nothing lasts forever. We all know that. We've been jumping around into too many things, looking for prosperity in too many places. And now we have narrowed it down to one thing, to focus on the place that we need to be in. That's coming this year in 2022, if you haven't already done it. I've told many people, get your relocation done. I don't know where to move. Find out where to move. Go within. Let spirit tell you where to move and then go and trust the universe. And sometimes, magically, people will get um, transferred or get a promotion that takes them to a different location. Now you can see why 2020 and 2021 were so confusing with so much misinformation fake news, and much, much more. 
we need to get an idea as to where we could live, where we can work, where we can have friends, where our family can be safe, and we can also be productive. During this Taurus North Node time, it's a year and a half, starting now, we are called to condense, to weed out, to discern, and to focus as to where we could exist and be productive. At the same time, there is a need to have a variety and other options to meditate, to clear out our inner space, letting go of stimulants to allow new thoughts and ideas to come through, having to have something to fill our day, like a stimulant, food, subscriptions, movies. All of this is going to change as well. Guess what? We're not going to have any more fast food outlets in the next two years. No Starbucks, no Wednesdays, Wendy's, no McDonald's. You just watch. That's all going to go by the wayside. The food isn't good for us. It really hurts us. Now, February may not be able to take away those places, but March and April can bring those changes. We all teach health and stability, and we all need health and stability. We will begin to eat what we actually need, what helps our body, what cleanses us, what fuels us. We're going to rely less and less on filler products, as well as plastics and filler experiences. I have a friend who lives in Texas, and he was telling me a story about how easy be hooked on potato chips and Coke. And every day he would have potato chips and Coke. The problem was he was eating Lay's potato chips, which aren't even potato chips. And he said that his legs swelled up and that they began to pain him and it was hard to walk. So he stopped. Somehow, intuitively, he knew that the potato chips and the Coke were causing this. So he stopped both of them and his legs went back to normal. It took a while. He had to drink a lot of water to get all that out. I think it took about six months. Good for him. That's what I'm talking about. That's what's happening here. So you can begin to clear from these habits in February. It may not be completely taken away, but if you can begin to cut back now in the healthy areas of your life that you need to, you will be preparing yourself for the days of 2023 and 2024, where everyone else will also be feeling this lack when these products are no longer available. You don't want to be caught off guard as we go into the cycle of 2023, 2024. You want to be safe. You want to know you're okay. You want to know this is happening throughout the world. Great changes are happening. Food shortages are coming. We expect it. We know it's coming. We have to get ready. If you maintain the overstimulated, over-needy maze of the mind that has been ever-present up to now, with the Scorpio South Node and Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces, it will be very easy to become addicted in 2022. Not just substance, but lifestyle. A certain income, help from people in your life. It may be difficult to leave this way of living, but we have to. 2022 is the year of action, but it's also the year of developing stability and hunkering down to stay 
stay a while. Hunkering down to stay safe. Getting involved with the community. Doing what you can to help certain projects. Maybe volunteering on one of the of the boards so that you can be a part of the community and get to know your neighbors and other people. Follow your calling. Follow your beckoning call. Your soul's purpose. This energy of beckoning and calling you will be ever-present in 2022. I totally believe it comes from the Holy Ghost, from white light, from the chi energy, from the center of the galaxy, as we become more and more galactic human beings. Your soul's purpose is what is important. Your beckoning call is what is important. When you have Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces and the current nodal axis of Taurus Scorpio, the energies are what you need to follow. The energies will be there for you. You need to experience this at any age. So even the younger kids are going to be experiencing this beckoning call. It's more important than money. It's more important than relationships. It's more important than vocations. Your purpose, your karma, your life center is what is important here. How to create what's best for you without fear, but with the support of the universe, your family, and your inner being. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. We will continue the other half of this next week. And now it's time to go into the meditation. I picked a wonderful song. It's called Open My Eyes to the World by William Vitalis. It used to be my theme song, but I realized that no one had really ever heard the song in full. So we're going to play that tonight. Open My Eyes to the World. And then the meditation is Ascension, the Circle of Light. And we will end with Richard Shulman and Transformation. I hope Frank can be with us next week. I hope he's on the mend. Please send out prayers to him again, Frank St. James. And I'm very happy that you listened tonight. I love you all. I'm sending you all hugs, white light, and healing. Thank you for listening, and good night.
This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. And now it's time for our weekly meditation. Ascension, attunement, connecting with the infinite light. With music by Richard Shulman. Please be comfortable sitting in a chair with both feet flat on the floor. You may lie down on the bed if you'd like, as long as your legs are uncrossed. As you begin to take three deep breaths, feel yourself connecting with your eighth chakra, about eight feet above your crown chakra. And then feel your inner channel open to receive the amber light, the light of power and love of the divine, which is now available to you to tune into as the fourth level of your aura is open for you to connect with. This vibration will cleanse, elevate, and renew your personal vibration to bring healing to your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual being, to activate and bring forth your highest potential to empower you to begin to manifest and co-create and to elevate you energetically. Now you will link directly with the divine energies of the fifth dimension, which awakens your psychic gifts, your spiritual abilities, your subtle senses to perceive intuitively to psychically know how to bring about blessings in your life and the space you live in now. Allow yourself to breathe and focus within to the heart chakra. Drop your thoughts down to the center of your heart. Quiet your mind and open your heart. Tune into the yellow gold light. Now, reach your focus upward to the 10th chakra, whose color is amber, in the new heart center of the universal body, which is above the 8th chakra. Begin to build your inner circle of light above you and connect it to the light that flows below. 
Imagine all of the light particles in the area around you are gathering along your spinal column. Feel your spine filling with this amber-yellow light. Visualize a connection from your heart center up to the 10th chakra. It's an arc of light in front of you, beginning at the heart chakra in the center of your body. Arch it out in front of you and reach it up to the 10th chakra above the 8th chakra. Feel that connection. Take a deep breath. Connect. Continue to breathe in and relax. Now bring the arc down behind you, entering your spine at the heart chakra. Allow the light from the fifth dimension, the tenth chakra, to pour into this present time and space, into your body, to illuminate you, to elevate your vibration, to illuminate your being, to bring all the blessings of the divine light into the present time into your present place, into your physical body. Continue to flow with this circle of light. This is the location where you can solve all of your emotional problems slowly and through divine right action. Continue to breathe and relax. Now put a thought into this circle of light. Visualize a problem, an upset you have been working with on your level of life. See it, then release it. Ask for it to heal. Then see or visualize the outcome that you desire. If you get a blank, it's okay. It's simply the energy is beginning to work for you and to resolve this issue, to bring it into balance. You may see some other colors appear within this field of light. Sit with this energy. Stay in it as long as you feel comfortable. You want the colors to eventually meld into the amber-yellow. Then you will know the problem is healed.
Be okay with any result you receive, because sometimes it takes more than one meditation to bring things into balance. This is because all has to line up harmoniously, including everyone else concerned, their hearts, their minds, and their body. Now let the amber light expand beyond your physical body to fill the entire room. Let the light grow through awakening your spirit, through filling yourself with light. You know that all things are made possible. Your gifts are awakened. Your past life lessons and talents are revealed. Your highest and greatest path is paved before you. Your next step is illuminated. Allow it. Allow it. Allow your heart to open and allow your vibration to lift and rise. Strands of light are entering in this time to you into your space, into your area, to elevate, to heal, to inspire, and to uplift. You are receiving direct attention from each of the guides and angelic realms who make up the circle of light. The guides, angels, and ascended masters who are most in alignment with your unique needs, wants, desires, and intention. They step forward now to support you. So your entire council of light beings surround you in an immense circle of light. Within this circle are your inner circle of guides and angels, of ascended ones, of ascended beings who can most serve you on your path to ascension. Feel yourself step forward. You are in the center, and each of these guides reaches out, placing their hands on your crown chakra and placing their hands upon you wherever needed for healing. This is not a weight for you to carry, but rather quite the opposite. As each guide places their hands on your body, you are lifted higher. You shine brighter. Your inner light is activated and your highest potential is revealed. You are able to embody the divine qualities that each of these masters carry within their heart, within their vibration, and they are willingly and fully giving this gift of divine frequency to you now as their light, as their elevated vibration, as divine love is transferred with their hands, now placed on your shoulders. This is an initiation of sorts. Accept it. Accept a transfer of light, a ceremony of awakening for you, as you ascend and move in the direction of becoming ascended yourself. You are entering into your fully ascended state, your fully awakened state, your illuminated state. The universal body is moving 
and merging into this physical form, into this very body that you are in now. You now melt into the golden triad of light, which, when fully developed and strengthened, will walk with you on a daily basis. And so, with the outer circle and the entire council of light and the inner circle of your ascended guides, angels, and masters around you, let yourself relax. Breathe and open to the beauty, bliss, and light that is present here. Know that you are bountiful, blissful, and beautiful. Enjoy the radiance from above, from below, from all around you. Begin to see a sliver of aqua surrounding the outer part of your circle of light. The new ray of aqua opening the heart and raising the consciousness to that unconditional love. Divine qualities, blessings, and frequencies merge with your physical being so you are less focused on yourself as separate, as physical, and are now tuned into your awareness of the oneness with all. From this state of being, this elevated state of vibration, feel your connection with the entire circle of light and the council of loved ones who are present. Feel your connection with the earth and the sky and the cosmos. Feel the vastness of your spiritual essence. Experience the magnificence of your life. The potential you have as a spiritual being walking in a physical form. Enjoy the radiance from above, from below, from all around you. Become aware of yourself, of your infinite light and power, which lifts you now, which embraces you now, which nurtures your energy now which heals your body now, which rejuvenates your soul now, which reveals to you the truth of all you are. For when you open your heart, when you ascend in this way, you are able to feel, sense, know, see, and experience your oneness with the earth, the sky, your angels, your guides, some of your ancestors, your ascended masters, and all that is. With all this vast energy, which expands so far beyond this present place and time, imagine this infinite light being compressed down into the area of your spinal column, 
empowering you to shine brightly. Live in your high vibrational life. Awaken, aware, inspire to co-create, to live vibrantly well, to love, to fully ascend, to fully anchor your blessed higher self, your universal body, into your divine presence and spiritual being, and bring all this into this moment, here and now, and vow to carry the light with you, moving forward, moving into your earth day. Breathe. Become aware. Breathe. Return to love. Breathe. Breathe. Shine with the light, becoming fully aware of all that you are. With the heart, the head, and the hand, the Ascended Masters wish you well. Good night.